Welcome to Keep It Real with Anna and Avery. Special guest on the podcast today, Kate Johnson of the Seattle Seahawks. Kate, thanks so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. I yeah, appreciate thanks for it. Joining. Thank you. Yeah, and we've chatted before on the From the 402 podcast that I host, and we kind of went through just your life in general, but I want to really speak to what's been going on recently for you, Cade, and wrapping up the NFL season. You had your first receptions ever in a Seahawks uniform. Take us through what that moment was like in week 18. Oh, it was, it was really like just a surreal feeling and like something that I've just like been working so hard for and uh, just growing up here. And I've always been the undersized kid and uh, just fighting my way and just to kind of get some acknowledgement like that. And just hard work pays off, but I mean, then again, I still have a long way to go and I have a lot more goals and dreams that I want to accomplish, but just to have my parents there and um, kind of experience that moment with them and it was just uh, surreal and I loved every second of it. So it was really, it was really dope. You had your parents there. So you like found out pretty, like, was it not the day before you were activated? So how did you get them there that quickly <laughs> yeah it's oh my gosh it's so like fast flowing and especially like when you're like on practice squad and for luckily for me like towards the end of the year like they kind of like let me know like within the beginning of the week but um no it's like it's so fast and I just remember I bought my mom's plane ticket because she was like I like could not not have her there right so yeah, I'm just like to. yeah and she flew out and then uh my dad and stepmom came as well so it was just like it was so fast like everything that that's the crappy part about just like the elevations Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. is like you can't like plan stuff out so it's like my parents came the last two weeks of the season so we played when we played the jets and the uh rams Mm -hmm. they didn't come to san francisco but it was still nice to have them at those games you kind of went off in san francisco i know how about that three reception 39 yards yeah i mean Obviously, we wanted to win the game, but mm-hmm. it was it was a crazy atmosphere. And, um, you know, like the 49ers are our biggest rivals. So right. it's just one of those. Uh, it was one of those games where it was back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then obviously one thing led to another and it just didn't work out our way. But it was still a pretty fun and successful season for what they had for us and how the NFL like viewed us in the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then how we ended up you know, being in the end of the year. So it was really cool. Yeah, you were kind of all over the place during the season. And Anna and I are talking about this, but Jacob Eason's girlfriend on TikTok kind of <laughs> gave like the first real look at what it's like to not be able to plant anything. And I feel like no one really knows what it's really like in the NFL, truly, when it's like up and down every mm-hmm. week and watching her stuff. She's like, and we're <laughs> off and I'm going yeah. across the country or Jacob's on practice squad or like now he's released. Oh, resigned. Like, how do you manage all of that? Like when you don't know what a week to week looks like and then you go to having receptions and like playing against the 49ers, the playoffs and, yeah, like, and the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, how do you go about trying to be, you know, like the best version of yourself for your team, but you also don't know like what the next week looks like for yeah. you. Well, first and foremost, shout out Jacob, Jacob and Sid too. Yeah. Like they're awesome. I yeah, you guys Jacob. are you guys good friends? I'm yeah, I was really good friends with it. we call him Skinny, but uh <laughs> that's what he goes by. Is that his Instagram handle? Yeah, yeah. I think. Like skinny QB or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and Jacob were pretty cool. So I really like him and I miss him. But it, yeah, it's crazy. Um I think just with um Seattle like bringing me in as a rookie and I'm still there now like I'm going into my third year with Seattle like it gives me more clarification where it's like there's some guys that come in and 
you can tell like they're only going to be there for like a week or however long, like two days and then they're cut. But I think just like knowing the system and just the people in the facility and uh, like I work really hard when I'm there and uh, I don't like ever like to toot my own horn or anything, but um, like the coaches know and uh, I have a lot of teammates on the team too who are respected and they respect me and uh, even when I w- wasn't playing, like a lot of guys, like I had a lot of relationships with different guys on the team. So that was really cool. And um, I think just with me playing, it kind of just solidified who I am as a person. And um, I can just grow from that. And it's, I'm in a really good position right now. And I'm just uh, but it is it is tough. Like last year I was cut for a week and brought back like just stuff like that. You just don't even realize it's going to happen. So mm-hmm. but it's just the 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 nature of the business where it's like you really just have no clue like any day can wake up you can wake up and uh you get a call and it's like hey come bring your ipad in and we're letting yeah, go turn in your playbook. yeah i know it's like it was wild because it was like last year it couldn't have happened to me on a more perfect week so they called me in it was like week 14 15 like towards it was it was right during thanksgiving mm-hmm. And I was taking a shower on my off day because it usually happens on your off days because it's the beginning like, of crap. I want to enjoy my off day. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like the beginning of the week. And like it was it was Tuesday <laughs> and I got out of the shower and I was like a missed call. And it was just like I had no idea who, who it was calls from. you in that moment. It's the we have this Reaper on the team where it's like when he calls you like you don't oh. you do not want to talk to him. <laughs> oh, no. But he called me and he was like, yeah. Uh, Cade, can you bring in your iPad to the facility? And I'm just like, no way. Uh, I call my dad and mom. I'm like, yeah. it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Yes. So then I just went in there and luckily for me, they were like, hey, we need a running back this week for the practice squad. Like we're very slim on running backs. And so they were like, we're still going to pay you. Please come back. And I was like, okay, I guess this isn't terrible. So I ended up going to the Nebraska Iowa game, and oh, there you go. I got to watch my little brother. Yeah. yeah, this is when the, this is not this year when they lost. It uh-huh. was last year when they won in okay. Memorial, so it was really cool. But yeah, stuff. I mean, it's just you just gotta take every day where it's like, wow, I cannot like have a bad day today mm-hmm. or I have a chance to get cut. So yeah, how do you manage that pressure like on a day to day? Like I I can't afford to have a bad day. Like yeah, it's, you, that's natural. Like you have to wake up ath- every day. Yeah. Like any athlete's you know journey, like you're gonna have an off day. Mm-hmm. So like you know when you do, how do you balance the like, hey, it was you know it's it is what it is. Like yeah. the next day, you know. For me, it's like this is my dream job. Like yeah. I get to play football for a living. Like yeah. not many people get to say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then. uh I mean, I've just like always been raised like my dad is like 100% at their effort or nothing at all. So mm-hmm. it's like for me, I only have like one switch. And it's funny, like I'll be doing walkthroughs and like coach got to tell me to slow down and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like that's just how much like I really just care. Yeah. And then like coming back here and just like doing the off season and making sure like I'm staying on top of all my stuff. And I think just like preparing like a pro and um, like if you want to play in the league for a long time, you really got to put in the effort and it starts on a day-to-day basis where it's just like, you got to wake up and get your mental right and get some good sleep at night and all that stuff. So I, there's a whole bunch of stuff that factor in. And then also I think like a big thing for athletes is like finding people and things to do outside of the facility, yeah. like during the season mm-hmm. to like, keep you like level headed and right. yeah, like big time. really just calm. And I have like a really good group of guys like, that I like surround myself with out there and 
uh, and just like back home and stuff, the guys that I'm communicating with, like they're always pushing me and telling mm-hmm. me to keep going. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool. Who's your circle in Seattle? Uh, so I, I mean, I have a lot of like friends on the team, but like we, we like, we really grind the video games. Like, okay. I'm telling like, yep, yep. it's, it's what like, you playing? well, right now I'm playing call of duty. I, a little Madden, okay. like my favorite game of all time is FIFA. Like I'm a huge soccer, okay. soccer gamer, but, uh, call of duty is like our thing. And it's like, it's me, uh, DK, Kenneth Walker, and God. then, um, <laughs> hit or miss Gino Noah fan um you get Tyler in there every now and then I would pay to hear the trash talking (laughs) yeah so it it gets pretty intense and we're we're like search and destroy so it's like you get one spawn in per round and it's like it's pretty intense oh my gosh yeah who's the best oh it's a toss-up it really is this feels like a really important question. The, Watch what you say here. Cons- I mean, we all have like our strengths and weaknesses, <laughs> okay. though. So it's like, I mean, it's it's different. Every every day is like a different person on top. But for the majority of the part, I'd say I am. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to put it that way. <laughs> I mean, you said it. I mean, <laughs> Someone else that carries that same mentality, Geno Smith. The quote, I think it was week one, right? Everyone wrote me off, but I didn't write back, though. I need that on T-shirts. <laughs> oh, gosh. Was that a thing in the locker room after he said that? Because it went absolutely viral. Yeah. People don't realize, though, is, like, when guys stay, say stuff and, like, I mean, it like, it doesn't really, like, carry, like, 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 Pete would mention it in, like, the, like, the post-game thing. But, like, after, like, games, you just, like some of that stuff like nobody really like pays attention mm-hmm. to that media but for Gino to say that and it was trending and like I think a lot of guys like saw it and I was like yeah like this is Gino and he like it's crazy to see because like I was like there when Gino was like a backup and mm-hmm. we were like he was like my quarterback on scout team and Russ obviously was there and just like to like see Gino like do that and have the year he did it really like Honestly, like he just didn't write back because like given his like situation and where where he's been in the league, like he's not supposed to be in the position right now. And uh, like he's done everything in his ability and um, he's just he's the true pro and I love him. Like he's just not only a great football player, but he's like just an even better guy to be around. And like every day in the locker room, like we spent time together and it was just really cool to get to know Mm -hmm. him even more this year and uh, build that relationship with him. Yeah, I was going to say, like, coming in, there's a lot of big names in that locker room. Like, not only just gaining the trust of a lot of those guys, but, like, now you're really great friends with them. And with someone that's become a very notable figure in your guys' locker room and just in the league, like, what was that like, creating those relationships? And especially with Gino, where you guys, very different backgrounds. Like, you were newer, he's been in it, but, like, at the same time, kind of the same trajectory. Like, mm-hmm. how did that strengthen your guys' bond, and how much did you learn from him in just this season? Yeah. I mean, to answer the first part of the question, everyone, like, loves Gino. Yeah. Like, he is, like, such a likable guy, and he's just, like, because he's just so personable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we shooting shots? <laughs> no, no shots. No shots at all. Anna wants it. Anna wants it. <laughs> she does. Click I do, I do. That's yeah. clickbait. That's, That's clickbait. But, uh... <laughs> no Gino he's really cool and I love him so much and he's just like he's awesome like like from day one when he came in he was competing for the 
uh, like the starting quarterback spot with Drew and mm-hmm. um, for him to come in and he kind of just like was still very vocal like he was a very vocal guy and there was like a lot of guys that were just like some there was like some uncertainty with him but then he like quickly like just caught on and then you just like the more he was able to thrive on the field he was able to like Seattle is like a place you can really just be yourself mm-hmm. and like they don't judge you yeah, that's cool for your personality and like a lot of places in the league it's like I hear about it and it's like you're supposed to go in there and do your job and then leave and there's no like but like in Seattle like we laugh and joke Mm -hmm. and we have like a bunch of like different activities and stuff that like gets the guys like really just like amped up for the week and just keep us like uh, focused and stuff like that but for me and Gino is like yeah that's that was really dope just for him to be able to like he really just took me in as a brother and um like he's always encouraging me. I remember when we were on scout team last year and it was just like, I would have some weeks where it was like hard and he would just uh, always just have something positive to say. And then, uh, I mean, still to this day, I was, we were snapping each other yesterday and he was just like, I'm so excited for you. And just to see what you could <laughs> Inspirational do. For I know. I don't get those ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's really, he's a really dope guy. So that's cool. Yeah, no, that is amazing. But we have to ask about Russell Wilson. <laughs> we just have to. I just, I'm just curious what he's like in the locker room because we've heard it all. We've heard the controversy about him and his character and how he presents himself in the media and whatnot. Kate, you did say you were an open book before this. So I, I made sure. <laughs> but yeah, just w- what was it like being around him? Obviously, a guy that's won a Super Bowl there. He's done yeah. it. He's been mm-hmm. there. It's really cool because, I mean, Russ is like, just like the first time I saw Russ was just like, wow, like mm-hmm. this is him. That's my teammate. That's my teammate. <laughs> I know. Facts. But no, Russ, me and Russ, Russ has been nothing but great to me as well. And it was like really, at first it was really tough to like, when he left, I was like actually pretty hurt about that. And I was like, dang, like that's our quarterback. And mm-hmm. he's like the franchise. And like, uh, it was the same way with Bobby too, Bobby Wagner. Yeah. And just having him around, like those two guys were like the, the like main priorities of our team and they were the ones who brought everybody together and they were the vocal leaders but Russ he he's like a champ like he he holds himself at that at that um standard and like every day that's what he expects from you so all that like stuff that High they, knees on the plane <laughs> All that, all that's, there's a lot of stuff that yeah, they, yeah. that is like, I, it's definitely say, blown I out of like, proportion. Yeah. The, yeah. the portrayal of him in Seattle versus Denver has been very different. Yeah. Obviously, you yeah. I the, never heard anything bad about mm-hmm. him when he was in Seattle yeah. forever. And you, yeah. I feel like maybe people connected the record, like doing better at Seattle, like mm-hmm. it just, there wasn't as much judgment and mm-hmm. Denver, it's like, and then he does poorly and everyone's poorly. like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Or even mm-hmm. just like the clips of him, like on the sideline, making sure everyone said like pass and stuff like, but that's what he he is that did, is he that did true that. or yes. is that like well he people did just like poking fun they're poking fun but yeah. like he's he, they gotta also realize like Russ has had a like a long career of winning yeah like mm-hmm, he knows right. what it takes to like really like win the whole thing and yeah. I think that's where it's just like where it comes from is like he doesn't like like he just wants to bring up every and yeah. like I I it's crazy because like three years before I was in Seattle they came out with this video of Russ like with the positive self-talk like mm-hmm. on the sideline mm-hmm. and stuff and somebody was like bagging on him i'm mm-hmm. like this is like what you want from a teammate mm-hmm. right like, you want somebody who's going to be positive encouraging yeah. and just like always like there and it's the same guy and that's like the thing with russ and like i could still text russ now and he would hit me back like i do i right remember 
<laughs> I remember when he got uh, injured against the Chiefs yep. in Denver, and I shot him a text like, hey, I'm praying for you, love mm-hmm. you, guy. And he instantly just texted me back. That's, like, that's cool. That's yeah, really cool. So right. He's very like... He's he's a great guy, and yeah. I don't like what the internet says yeah. about him. Mm-hmm. I think it's so. hard because there's a certain mindset you have to have to be a professional athlete, obviously. And mm-hmm. so we only see so much of it, and it's really easy, I think, for totally. fans or just yeah. analysts to be like, mm-hmm. "Dude, like, what is this?" Right? Yeah. But you can it's create this- any narrative you want, right? About yeah. But like when you're you've done it at that level and like you've got to get yourself to a certain mindset and whatever works for you i feel totally. like is yeah. different for each yeah. person and then yeah. if that's what it takes like i guess that's what it takes yeah. it might look funky to all of us <laughs> but like i just yeah. it's it's interesting to have that perspective from someone that's got to play with him and just know like it might look weird yeah. to all of you but like this is who he is as a teammate yeah. mm-hmm. and like it's respected amongst mm-hmm. people that it matters yeah. most yeah the whole thing is like weird too because it's like he got traded to Denver and then we got Noah mm-hmm. and Noah is like one of my best friends. Yeah. That's so team. crazy. Yeah. What's that been like? It's awesome. And like, just, I mean, now I have somebody to like vouch for me when I'm like, I'm everybody's like Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, like you're a real, say, you're is, a real country guy. And say? I'm just like, I live in like the Metro area. Like it's actually a <laughs> decent size. Yeah. Like there's actually like a lot of people here. Yeah. But no, and then they show so like they do this special segment where it's like they show uh our high school highlights on the during like the team meeting if we have like mm. good plays in practice, then they'll like flash it and they show like Omaha South Packers and it's funny because like we beat them like seventy to seven yeah, yeah. my senior year and people are always asking about that so it's it's really funny. You have but, his number in football. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he, it's funny because it's no fan now, but exactly. And he takes pride in the whole basketball thing, but I'm like, bro, we're playing football. Like, <laughs> you can't, you yeah. can't do that. And then like Drew Locke, like I love Casey? Drew. Yes, like I'm about to go to his wedding in April. So I'm, yeah. Is it where is it in Kansas City? It's in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's nation winning for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, me and Drew is like, ah, I love Drew so much, and he's like, I used to watch Drew play my older brother like every year. He played. He played for no. So Lee Drew, Summit. yeah, he yeah. played for Run GMC and KC. Yes. And then my older brother, he played for OSA, uh, mm-hmm. like with like um, Justin Patton and them. And I used to watch Drew like every summer, and it was just like crazy. And now, like, he's, like, one of, like, yeah, he's, like, seriously, yeah, I, like, it's crazy. Like, it's honestly wild. Richard's awesome. Uh, He is. I love him. I love that he's from PC, too. And the video of him singing on the sidelines, too. Like, Oh, yeah. It's a real thing. He knows that stuff. Like, he knows all that stuff. You guys got a lot of characters on this team. I mean, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Mm -hmm. you, Gino. What's the the chemistry like in that locker room? I mean, the, the chemistry is great. Everybody, like... It's cool because like now it just doesn't feel like like it's just like superstars. Mm-hmm. Like it's everybody's just like feels like the same. Like right. everyone talks to everybody and it's just one of those things where it's like people like said like, oh, the Seahawks, like they're so fun. Like the chemistry, like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like for show. Like everybody really like we the offense bonds with the defense and the defense bonds with the offense but it's it's so fun to just be around the guys too like just being back for like a month already like i miss them so much oh, I bet. it it sucks but at the same time like it was yeah it's nice to have a break but it's it was the chemistry and everything is like really dope i mean i have like 
we play like cards mm-hmm. and it gets really intense and it's like me dk drew and noah and it's just like <laughs> sometimes that messes up our chemistry because guys are like really salty You're and pissed yeah and, and poker yes literally <laughs> but it's 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 so fun and just building that with the guys every day it's like our bond grows so it's crazy who's a guy on the team that like people don't talk about like as much like you know not your notable you know dk's and gino that's like <laughs> just like the funny guy like who is like oh. one of the characters on the team that like people maybe not wouldn't suspect. expect yeah. yeah oh there's there's let me think about it real quick because there's so many guys in the locker room you got to think okay but people like know who he is but he's actually like the funniest dude like ever uh quandre Diggs is he's seriously so funny and he's like he was in the pro bowl this mm-hmm. year but people don't realize like quandre has like one of the best personalities ever <laughs> yeah. like this dude is hilarious uh quandre Diggs is really funny um i have a couple buddies that are like funny that uh one of them left he's with the packers now bo melton is hilarious uh marquise goodwin he was a teammate <laughs> this year that i got and he is like, he seriously will have me die laughing at just the stuff he says. It's just like, it's like, it's honestly off the wall. Like, just, it's it's crazy. But he, he's keeping things interesting. Yeah, he's hilarious. And uh, he lives in Austin. So I told him I'm going to come visit him when I need some laughs. So. I love that. That's funny. <laughs> Definitely this team was counted out. But you end nine and eight, you go to the playoffs. What made Seattle so successful? Because when we talked preseason, you said this is a young this is a young team and we're really hungry for anything that we can get. So I think there was an interesting dynamic there because no one really knew how Seattle was going to be given that Geno Smith was at the helm there. Yeah. I think it was just the belief that uh, coach Carroll just installed in us like from day one. And it was just kind of like, it became like really real when like that first game happened and it was like, we came out and we were firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and um, it just kind of like that just kind of like, gave us like a little jump start for the season. And there was some games in there that we wish, but you could see like our age kind of just like came into play. Yeah. But coming into uh, this next year, it'll be just like really refreshing because like now everybody has a season under their belt. But like just this past season, just to be able to, it was like just a bunch of underdogs. Like again, Gino was like the main one, mm-hmm. but it was like there's a bunch of guys on our team that like were undrafted or like, they got traded away like Shelby Harris, like he mm-hmm. got traded away in the Broncos and he ends up having like a great career. Yeah. Like uh, Chenna Nuosu, he was like our leading uh, sack guy and he was um, he was signed by Seattle or Seattle because the Chargers, uh, they got rid of him and got Khalil Mack and mm-hmm. obviously they have Joey Bosa. So it's just like a bunch of like just really feel good stories and guys that just like have a point to prove. And mm-hmm. I think it just kind of showed on Sundays when uh, everybody was out there. So. Like you personally, you know, you come from an FCS school, but there's 123 former FCS players in the NFL. Do you feel like it's still a, I don't know, I guess maybe people aren't giving as much respect as it deserves or because, I mean, you walk in these locker rooms, you walk in the field and I mean, from what it sounds like, feel prepared and like, you know, built for what the NFL has in store. Like, what would you say about the talent level at the FCS that people might not be paying attention to? Yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's a really good question. And this question happens all the time because it's like when you're like when you're in the draft process and stuff, they're always like, oh, level of competition, this and that. But I'm like, it's really like being in the Missouri Valley, like my conference in the FCS, it's really like no difference between like playing in the Mac and yeah. 
like some of the smaller power five conferences or some of the power, like smaller FBS schools. But then again, like SDSU plays Iowa this year. And obviously like yeah. Iowa was competing to be in the big 10 mm-hmm. championship and yep. they lost seven to three. Like, yeah, yeah but no I score. think, yeah, I know it was crazy, but um, no, it's, it's, it's really like, it's obvious. It's honestly like not that big of a deal. I feel like anymore because there's like a lot of guys now in the league that are kind of doing their thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like it doesn't matter like where you come from because like in the at the end of the day like if you have the talent and the drive to play in the league they're going to find you like Mm -hmm. Adam Thielen he went to D2 like Mankato like Mm -hmm. just to see guys like that um I mean there's feel-good stories everywhere just like with guys but it's like at the end of the day the work and like how much you can do for a team and all that is that's that's the main thing so right well, we were just saying, like, just between South Coast State, North Coast State every year, like, for those two programs to be in the Dakotas and mm-hmm. to continue to have the success they have and then yeah. send guys to not only maybe, like, bigger schools, but the NFL, like, it's in the Midwest every year. Yeah. And it's crazy, too, because, like, there's a lot of Nebraska talent on on all those mm-hmm. rosters. Yeah. And I think that is, like, the the huge emphasis, like, that that I can, like, say is, like, so I mean, North Dakota State, one of their best quarterbacks in school history is from Creighton Prep. So yeah. it's like it's it's really it's really cool. And I like it's just like the whole walk on thing to Nebraska totally. or yeah. walk on to Iowa or whatever big it's not just Nebraska, so yeah. don't clip that and <laughs> try to expose me. But uh just like the kids that go to those schools and like bet on themselves. And I had a lot of good Nebraska talent on my team. And there's still Nebraska talent that mm-hmm. goes in there. And I know that at NDSU, too. So it's it's really cool to see that. I mean, you think of like a Noah Fant, too, who didn't even go to Nebraska, goes to Iowa and does his thing. Look at where he is now. There's so many examples. I mean, your brothers, too. <clears throat> you got to think of of all that talent that went elsewhere. So it's really it's really cool to see where everyone ends up versus where they are today. I mean, you're in the NFL. Did you think in your wildest dreams that you would be in the NFL? Was it always a plan or were you like unsure at, at moments no i mean honestly i wasn't even playing on playing football just in general yeah you were a basketball yeah. guy <laughs> I, yeah i was huge basketball and it's just like my re- my uh junior year of high school like i was doing the osa circuit with uh uh crusaders like during the summertime and i was like actually having like a really good summer and i was getting like d1 uh like looks mm-hmm. and interest and i was getting a lot of d2 offers And I was like, wow, like, I can't, I really don't know if I'm going to go to school for football or basketball. And uh, basketball was like my first love. Football was just like always in the rearview mirror Mm -hmm. because I was always smaller. But looking back at it, I'm, I'm happy I chose football because it's like, yeah, I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like basketball players is like, I'm, I'm already like, undersized as it is the rosters are way bigger in football like Mm -hmm. just your chances of just like doing that and I just feel like my natural ability with football was a lot better with yeah than I mean you think about the guys that are in the NBA like it's so hard I know yeah it's so tough like I have a my best friend right now he's like six three and he was always like better than me at basketball and he was so good uh at USD and it's like he's overseas like doing his thing mm-hmm. right now but just like to think of like a caliber player like that and it's right. like it's crazy the like, talent of the nba is 
yeah here yes, right it's exactly like, exactly you think about the other leagues but mm -hmm. everyone wants to come to america to play yes yes basketball mm -hmm. so it's it's crazy the, the amount of talent it, we have it really is and how long they stay too i mean look at i know LeBron. how I know. is he still playing he's about to play the sun <laughs> he's too. A, yeah he's the goat he, he's the goat I, i'll agree with you on <laughs> yes, that yes yes he he's the goat right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Jordan fan? I, I didn't. Well, I I can't make. True. We didn't grow up with him. I'm. I'm gonna be honest too. I feel like it's hard. We talked about this last podcast. Like it's really hard to compare the two when I feel like the style's different. Yeah. Yeah. But like year twenty. No, for sure, no doubt. I mean, I think watching him play compared to anyone else is just like yeah, uncomparable today. Mm -hmm. But when you put the LeBron MJ thing, <laughs> I don't like my dad's like style's so different. Like you yeah. can't. You just can't. Yeah. And I feel like I don't have enough to say because I. Was I have watching. this debate with my father like almost once a week. Does he say the same thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like when we watched the the last dance thing, my dad was like, "That's NBA," and I was like, <laughs> "That's NBA." That's NBA. So I. Yeah. I guess I don't. That have last enough. dance thing that was really dope. Though. It was good. That was really dope. That was amazing, and it, it was, was the only thing to watch during COVID. Yes, yes. it was. Like, my, literally, they dropped it at would, the perfect yeah, time. Yeah, my family would order food, and yeah. it was like our family activity. Everyone in the basement by this time, you will be nowhere else, yeah. nowhere anywhere else, but like. Yeah. It was the act that documentary every got me through yeah. quarantine. That Literally. was, yeah. and then like sometimes if they release two on a Sunday, wait for LeBron's documentary though. Just wait on it. Kate's fair. ready it's to pounce on that. Yeah. Even better. No. <laughs> I know. All right, some other questions I had just about the league and everything. Um, the pressure of a pregame outfit. Oh, oh yeah, this. Was, what goes into a pregame outfit? This is actually more pressure than actually like playing in the game. I would agree. Yeah, because all that other stuff is natural, but this is like. It's real. The drip is real. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> and I literally like I have an issue. I have too many clothes like now in my closet cuz it's like oh I'm going to wear this in this situation and then I'll end up hanging the outfit up and it just won't ever get touched. <laughs> and I sound very like I'm not irresponsible mom like I do try to like bargain for my clothes but at the same time it's like like I really like the playoff game i was like i'm gonna like really buy some stuff mm, for this i'm gonna pop off yes <laughs> so like i went to the mall and i like and i like i got some black air forces because that's just like oh no yeah that's how crazy i was going and okay. then wow. i went into sunglass hut because i was just like i just like called out all the stops i was gonna get just a random pair of just like some nice sunglasses and then the person's like oh our designer stuff is over there. And You're I was like, just like oh. you got me. And then I went over there and I was trying them on and I'm like, oh, these product glasses look nice. Uh huh. So it's it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. How and much I, how much chatter comes in the locker room when you walk in? And, oh my gosh. And the outfit Especially, doesn't hit. Oh, it, it it you'll hear about it. Or they'll they'll hype you up and it's like the more they pump you up, it's like, okay, are they making They're fun making of fun of you? <laughs> <laughs> but then the thing is too, like you can walk in and just really like put some stuff on and they're looking at you like, wow. Like he got, he's got style. So yeah. when you see like other teams and do their things, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a Chiefs fan. You watch Juju walk in, you're like, you pulled off that. Yeah. Like, is it just because that's who he is? Yeah, but, but like, that's the they thing give is, you any inspiration. Okay, like DK, like he's kind of okay. like that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like he's got his outfits. Yeah. And then he comes in. I'm like, I could never wear. Yeah. That. He can like, just yeah. pull it to off. Their that's own. what I'm to saying. Yeah. To yeah. each their own. And like, hopefully one day, like I'm at that level where it's like I can just like, hey. Like, did, just you, dye did, my hair did you green. see? What, yeah, did you see what <laughs> Kyle Kuzma wore the other day? Um, no, I didn't see when that. You, when we're done with this, look at what Kyle Kuzma okay. put on first pregame outfit, and it's just like some of this stuff is getting kind of out of hand. Yeah, but then again, like DK has like they'll have they all have like stylists and people mm -hmm. like that. Like I'm my own stylist, so okay. it's like 
I really got it. Just... Well, that's not really fair that they have stylists then. Yeah, but I mean, they earn the right true, to get true. the stylist. All like... credits your own. I mean, outfits. Yeah. Yours, it has me facts yeah facts yeah i always i'm always like calling my mom in the store like <laughs> hey mom does this, like, her, does this look good or like bad? urban outfitters like i'm a huge fan of urban like i love just going there and just like uh just walking around and i'm just like okay this is an outfit i can put this on with this and like mm-hmm. the new like cargo pant look yep, like yep. Mm-hmm. like yeah so yeah so a, a pregame routine how much different was that like from college to mm-hmm. this, like I feel like some of the off field stuff is yeah. probably more of an adjustment sometimes mm-hmm. than on. Cause like, I mean, as an athlete, like the, the game day stuff is like kind of planned out for you Yeah. in college. So like when it goes to the NFL, like how different or not different is it? It's in, in the NFL, it's a lot more like if you're, if you're not in an away, actually like for both, it's a lot more just like individual yeah. where it's like in college you're with the team yeah, and you're eating yeah. with the team and like, in in the pregame, it's like, okay, how do you tell somebody who's getting paid millions of dollars, like what right, to what do to before do. a game? Like yeah. they're gonna get themselves ready to do yeah. what they want to do. So it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like the NFL is a little more challenging because you have to like, like mentally prepare yourself. Yeah. Where it's like in college, it's like it's a little bit more looser. Like okay, like, these are, like, my guys were on scholarship, like, we're good. Like, <laughs> then with the call... Someone with, else has got us. <laughs> exactly. And then with, like, the NFL, it's like, I can't eat on game days for some weird reason. Like, really? I'll drink so much water and... No yeah. food on game day. It's it's really weird. Like, if we have a, if we have a late game, like, then it's better because I can eat breakfast. Okay, okay. But, like, my nerves, like... Yeah. And then, like, that's the crazy thing is, like, at halftime, then I'm just, like, so hungry. Uh-huh. Like, it hits. My in- adrenaline has came down and stuff, and it's like, uh, somebody give me a glizzy, like. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> players literally eat hot dogs on sidelines. I was going to ask no, if people no. will go grab them from yeah. the concession stand. Yeah. Like, people on the staff go grab them for you guys. You guys, listen to this. I was at the Chiefs game a few weeks ago, and Andy Reid has, like, a lookalike. And I'm sure you guys yeah, have yeah, seen yeah. it. Like, oh, it's yeah. this guy that, like, goes to events and stuff. And he like will take pictures of people before the game because people will be like oh, i saw andy reed this girl behind me and my dad at the game she comes back to her i think it was like her boyfriend and then her friend and his boyfriend or her boyfriend or whatever and she was like you guys like i just saw andy reed in the concessions line he was getting nachos and a hot dog right in front of me it's not him <laughs> it's not, oh, you know we, you know it could have been it could have yeah. been but i was cracking up my dad and i were like losing he was like literally they're like no like he's on like you're not going yeah. up the concessions during the game okay. and she's like no he had the headset in the plate calling she and everything <laughs> oh god i didn't have the heart funny. in me to turn around and be like yeah no yeah, like, that, that wasn't him. Like. but she was like and and then her the guys were obviously laughing she's like look like you can't even see him on the sideline where is he where is he oh my god and getting like, a cheeseburger cheeseburger i was gonna say <laughs> like nah he's not a hot dog guy he's a cheeseburger guy but she was so convinced that like, for 20 minutes she was like no no, no like he was ordering a hot dog and i'm like you know oh, what god. i wouldn't put it past yeah. Andrew, yeah. I, would <laughs> I don't think Pete carroll would do that either but i know oh, the one thing that guy does all the time is chew gum oh. i was watching this little documentary piece that adam schefter did you've probably seen it and they were talking about how much gum he goes through a day and it's like 132 pieces a day it's legit like it, i don't mean to expose my old ball coach or anything but like it's a yeah he's he actually like it's like and the, like the crazy thing about it is too like it's like when he gets rid of the next piece like i don't know on average like how much gum he he really does chew but it's like uh you always like on the sideline you always need to be like looking head on a swivel because 
he'll take it back, like chuck it, just <laughs> throw it over the head, like just all this crazy stuff. And you're just like, so we ever see gum on the side of the helmet? Literally, like flying gum, like everywhere. And it's like, but he he has like the OG Hubba Bubba, like mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. there was like this one game in general. I can't remember. I think we might have been in LA or something, but his like rapper pack was like falling out of the back of his pocket and it was just like going all on the sideline. <laughs> like I'm like, Oh, I need one of those. And then where everyone's just trying to pick him up. So, uh-huh. Cause it's like, it's so good. Yeah. It's literally so good. But yeah. Yeah. He has a huge stash of them. I yes. think in his, in his office, in the equipment room, they have like, oh they have, yes, they have like boxes full of like hub oh, yeah. in the equipment room. It's crazy. Like one of the equipment managers spe- specifically handles. His- yeah. Gum. Oh, facts. That's facts. crazy. Yep. What's your title? Gum manager? Yeah, literally yeah. gum manager. You work <laughs> in the NFL? Wild. Oh my God, what do you do? Gum they manager. talked about it in the documentary thing too about, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a doc, a full doc, they probably could do a full documentary on it, but he was throwing it. He's yeah. like, I don't always hit the trash cans. I'm like, I don't think you're trying, dude. I don't think he hits the trash cans. Do you know why this yeah. started? <laughs> like, what is, like, I think it's just his, like, his habit. Thing. It's his thing. I think it's like to calm the nerves, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then again, he's been, a head coach for a long yeah. time. So. Yeah, he's been there forever, man. He doesn't even know he's doing it. I'll ask him when I go back. Yeah. Ask yeah, him, yeah, when did it back. start? Yeah, let, <laughs> us, know. let us know. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to bring up, we all saw it in the NFL, biggest storyline of the year, Damar Hamlin mm. and everything that happened to him, cardiac arrest, all of that. What was the sentiment around an NFL locker room during that time? Obviously, it doesn't happen to your team, but it still hits very close to home. Yeah, I think it... Uh, it obviously unites everybody. And we had like a really long conversation about that with, as the team and just like, we um, like got together and like the team doctor came and talked to us. Literally. Was, I think they played on a Monday and it was like the next, we have Tuesday and then it was the next Wednesday. So it's, it's, it's cool to see um, like how tight knit the NFL is like mm-hmm. with the brotherhood aspect where it's like, okay, that could happen to any one of us. So it's like, we all just like, count our blessings and we're thankful for each other but just like to be able to sit there and pray for him and like um like just kind of like feel the pain and grief that like the bills and obviously the Bengals like they had but like I there was just something in me like when that happened was like I just didn't feel right inside yeah. and it was just like really tough to just keep doing like normal activities the yeah. remainder of that night and just like always like checking out to see how he's doing and um, stuff like that so it was definitely um obviously unfortunate it had to happen but it was really cool to see everybody unite and come together and just kind of pray and be there for um everybody involved in the situation do you feel like player safety is a number one priority or did this make you did this make you question anything or feel worried about going out and playing uh, yeah, I mean, I think you could say that for anybody, but this was like a really like freak incident. Right. And it was like, just like kind of finding out how it did happen was like, okay, this is like one in a million, like mm-hmm. yeah, gazillion of it happening. Like, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, as guys like come into the league and stuff, like, you know what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how physical and violent the game is. So it's like, you have to be prepared for that. And uh, there's a reason why you get paid X amount of money every year to do this and play. Like at the end of the day, it's the same game that you've been playing growing up. You're just, it's just at a bigger scale and like a bigger level. Like I think uh, safety wise, they, they do take good care of us. And I love like our um, athletic uh, trainer at Seattle. He's, he's very uh, up to par with 
all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they really show they care there and stuff. So, I mean, with my experience in the NFL, I feel like my safety and stuff has been taken care of. And I appreciate that, obviously. So what is that? Wednesday conversation with the team doctor consist of because at the time it was still you know very unknown but and I'm sure there's a lot of fear for you guys but like what was that conversation about yeah just to either calm you guys or just like reassure you of I don't you know what to do in that situation it was more calming because it was like he was explaining like the way the injury happened and like how it did happen so it was like it was a lot more just refreshing to know like just kind of uh, from like somebody in the in the medical field like to just be able to explain okay this is how it did and then also uh, it was it was um, more like informative like okay um, if this situation happens like these are the people who are taking care of us yeah. and these are like mm-hmm. this so it was like it was it was a really good meeting to have yeah so. that that I feel like is even comforting to hear now because I feel like as even as a fan you were waiting for like the next hit to go bad, like yeah. at the next game, even yeah. though like we were getting good signs, but I think it was that Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't, you know, back to. Even, he was still in critical condition. Right. For like a while. I don't mm-hmm. think even like speaking terms, but I just mean to feel like there was some sort of like, okay, this isn't just going to happen when the next person hits you. Yeah. yeah. Cause as a fan, it was like, okay, what happens after the first hit after this happens? Yeah. And also how the bills and Bengals training staff, handle that situation Mm -hmm. in the amount of time that they did they saved his life right exactly and you know that at every single game there's x amount of media Mm -hmm. media medical yeah media people won't save you but the medical staff will (laughs) x amount of medical staff ready to administer cpr when needed so that's like really i feel maybe it's comforting yeah that there's so many people in the right position to help players when they need need to happen has there been a moment for you that you've gotten your Shit rocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah. I mean, kind of, but not really. Like to the point where it's like I've I've had like five or six concussions in my yeah. in my career. So it's That's like tough. I've been able to I mean, just I don't I don't even know how to explain that, but yeah. Like diagnosed five or six or are we guessing five or no, six? No, we're diagnosed. Oh so. wow. <laughs> but so I'm, ten. I'm good now. I'm straight. That's good. <laughs> but I've had I've had people like I've I haven't been rushed back from any of those and yeah. Luckily for me it's been like two years since I've had one. So good. It's good. good. I'm good. Yeah. That's right. crazy. At least I think so. <laughs> We're gonna hope so. <laughs> yeah, you've got uh, you got a lot of a uh, career ahead of you, kid. Yes, so yes. we're gonna we're gonna keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. We want to close out the podcast on some fun, quick questions for you. Okay, Avery, I'll let you do the first one. Who is the player you have learned the most from so far? Tyler Lockett. How come? He's just uh, first of all, I'm like I'm bigger than him, mm-hmm. so like to have somebody at that level playing like that type of football is mm-hmm. like crazy so it's like i just want to study him because he knows how to do it and he know and this is like i think he's going into year either nine or ten next year and he, he's a professional like he knows how to run every route in the route book and he knows how to get open and stay open and uh yards and everything so and he's like basically a, a another big brother to me yeah so um, for him to just be able to, we're in the same agency. Like now, it's crazy. Our little brothers play together yeah. in Kansas mm-hmm. State, yeah. so it's like it's kind of just like a full circle thing. Yep. Where it's like I met Tyler when I was in a junior or senior in high school. He came to Omaha, and yeah, it was it's it's just been crazy. So our our journey 
is very interesting, but like now it's, I can rely on him with my life. Favorite away stadium to play at? Uh, well, it's not really an NFL stadium, but the Germany game was. Oh yeah, it was. Get, that was like that. amazing. It was like it honestly felt like a dream, uh-huh. like just to see all the people like in the stands and uh, just to be in Munich for the week. That was that was one in itself. Is that like, sweet? Yeah, we were walking around and like it wasn't it wasn't really fun walking around with Tyler and DK because. We li- it literally felt like we had the whole like city of Munich following us, but it was I'm sure. it was really it was a really cool experience and something that I'll honestly will never forget. You can't miss where DK Metcalf is. No, no, he's gigantic. Well, was, we went to Five Guys and they had like this In three Munich? four yeah because we're like oh we're we need some american food like we the food so five guys that's the thing Munich, great Munich. like i love munich but i just i could not get behind the hotel food that they were giving us but we went to five guys and there's like a it was like it was like a four-story five guys it was crazy like american spotted well he went in there and we're like can you put your uh hoodie and uh hat on so he wore he put that on and then we got our food we went to the four four and he took it all off Um, and then the next thing you know there's like a spiral staircase and there's like people on the staircase waiting to take a picture and it's just like uh let's go it's time to go anyone take a picture with you uh i mean some people but you have really had to be a diehard seahawk fan right be like a picture with me or like it's just like okay i'm not like i'm black so it's like (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of like you know, there's like four or five of us in a pack, and it's you not that play hard. Too, yeah. Right? yeah, so that's hilarious. If you had to choose yeah. an NFL stadium, which one would you choose? Uh, man, like the coolest experience, or just like somewhere fun. The one that you like left, and you're like, dang, like, oh. dang, they go hard there. Yeah, I just felt different. Honestly. Than the loudest one in my opinion like no offense to the kansas city kids it, it, it was <laughs> very just i think it was also because it was negative temperature when we played there yeah, but they say that kansas city is louder than seattle and i is. don't think it is it is but minnesota the vikings shut up is, vikings fan over here the vikings is honestly close it's crazy but it's like so they go nice. ham and then they do the school chant like that is actually intimidating because it's yeah, are like you scared when you hear the school chant so many people and then they go mm, like on the, third, yeah, the like, horn oh thing. my it's so loud that. in there i love it's that so loud that. in there yeah that's, that's cool but then like then again like being in the nfl you realize the tv makes stadiums look so much bigger than what yeah. they are like when i went to lambo i was like wow this is like really small or kansas city like Shut, wow enough enough this is like this. Very small small. Memorial. that's what i'm saying and then like uh heinz field was like that too i it's guess still like the bill stadium okay, is small too it's smaller yeah. but it's like it's, it's more compact it, yeah, it's still that's why we're loud it's still big it's still big sure. but i'm just saying like if you're a tailgater to a kansas city game as a fan before you're in the nfl no okay well, you have to do that get too. out of here yeah I don't know Kansas when you City would have time. Was like, I'm they obviously, it, it honestly, like the game was like it wasn't, it wasn't like that close either. Like it was, I mean, they kind of they pulled away towards the end, mm-hmm. but like the like moments like where it was like close, it was like it wasn't loud really. Well, I'm really glad that you said Minnesota because yeah, I Minnesota, I will give it to you guys. I yeah. haven't been you know, to a game fine. yet, but you can have the loud award. So I'm so Bowl. That's fine. Okay, Lumen Field's super loud, so though, loud. I mean, you have the 12th man. Yes. Like, that place has to be rocking. Is it's that super loud. cool to play yeah. at? Mm-hmm. And we're going for the Eagles, right? For the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> Eagles fan. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I want the Eagles to win too. Are you? Okay? But yes, it's super loud and looming though. It's really crazy. I'm not actually a big Eagles fan. But, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. This I mean, this one this have, Super Bowl doesn't friend, interest me. I have a friend on the Eagles. Who? Dallas Goddard. So I like I beast. Yeah, like I really want him to. So when we went to school together. Mm-hmm. There's your FCS mm-hmm. yep. tie-in, right? Yeah. You want the FCS yeah. guys to win. <laughs> Big FCS fan. <laughs> but no, Lumen, but that's the thing about Lumen, though, is like we're loud on like first and second. They're like you were there on the, a cold game. All the downs, though. Everyone's is covered. what I'm saying. Is like it's it's very you can't loud stop defending. Lumen. Yeah. You have to we'll do this. You go to a Kansas City game when it's really loud and then we will get you a trip to Lumen. Mm-hmm. Mm, you and Anna fair. can come and That's uh, totally can, fine. You know what? I'll make my fine. judgment if you get us there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 100%. I got you guys. I okay. got you. Then I'm in. 1000%. Right. Okay. Last couple questions. Coolest player you've met that maybe you looked up to growing up? <sighs> Man, this is such a tough question cuz I've oh, I've met so many. Not Patrick, Patrick no, no. guys I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins is what he meant to say oh uh, Kurt was Kurt, Stop, like, but I met, Kurt I, met, I met Kurt before I was in the league and yeah. it, I was like wow this guy is like really cool yeah. like he's a really like Kurt is like down he's to like earth my cool uncle yeah no he's, he's he's a dad he's a total dad he is yeah I, I heard a lot of interesting stories about him <laughs> but yeah but no honestly like coming back to like uh like you don't really have like the strongest relationship with like other, like I I there are some guys that I came into the league with that are on different teams like rookies and stuff like that. But then again, like just like seeing like Tyler now is mm-hmm. just like and Marquise is another one where it's like those guys have been playing for so long, and we have like bonds now where it's like they're more of like mentor like big brothers yep. to me where it's like I respect you so much and I would literally do whatever for them. So do you live on your own in Seattle or are you with someone? Uh, I actually had a roommate this year. Uh, I live with another guy on the team, but he was on IR. So oh. like it was, it was more just like mm-hmm. I lived in a four bedroom house. So it was really nice because last year I lived in a studio apartment and it was. Yeah. Uh, living yeah. in Seattle was, is yeah. kind of yeah. like. And I also paid like $3,000. Oh, I'm sure. I was just going to say, cause I'm curious, like when you have such a close tight knit group, like yeah. it'd be so fun. I'm sure to all yeah. like live together and stuff. Yeah. That'd be chaotic. You. But yeah. we're, we're all like. Close. We all go to like DKs or Tyler's or stuff like that. Like, DK's <laughs> he's got a nice check though, so yeah. you better be taking care of you guys. <laughs> That's funny. I hope he bought the five guys. <laughs> no, we all we. It's funny because like, uh, yeah. How do you do? How do you do a? a I mean, we sometimes we go and just like everybody just pays for their own uh-huh. like, separate. Especially that's why I like to hang out with Noah. Yeah, because you'll go someplace and it's like, okay, you don't want to know you how much on the same playing field. <laughs> you don't want to know how much the tab is, and it's like, okay, somebody will. But Noah like keeps it honest. Like mm-hmm. we're we'll like be at a restaurant. And he's like, okay, I'll take this on the menu through this. Like this is what I ordered, and then this is what he ordered, and it's like he he's like he's very like budgety, and I like that mm. about him. Where he's I, like, I mean, yeah, you got some splurgers. Or a lot of splurgers. Yeah. And then you got like guys where it's like, okay, I'd rather have you be like a little more like self-conscious or like stingy with right. your money. You don't want just blowing all your money. I'm the same have, way though. So it's like, yeah. Have you already experienced your rookie dinner experience? I actually did. And it mm. was not fun at all. Mm-hmm. Ours was like, ours was like 9,000. Where'd you guys go in Seattle? We went to this steakhouse called Ascend. And I remember they got like... Uh, do you know Louis the 13? 
Yes. It's like a bottle of it is like thirteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And they and thirteen thousand. Yeah, and everyone got a shot, which like a shot was like oh my two two fifty a shot. <laughs> Just a little tiny shot was two hundred and fifty dollars. So yeah. And Another they, round. Yeah. So nine thousand. Yeah. But and the bottle's thirteen thousand. They only got shots. Oh, shot! You're right, right, right. Just shots. But it was how many? Yeah, how many? It was just me and Dwayne Eskridge. Oh, geez, you had to split that. Yeah, but it builds pride and character. (laughs) You learn, sure. You learn, and that's when you learn to be frugal with your money. Exactly. And you're like, I can't buy a two hundred fifty dollars shot every night. That's okay. Or one day I'll get there. Yes, you'll be able to. Got goals, and there's one of them. Can you guys go out in Seattle? Do you ever do that? Uh, what's the scene like there? It's actually kind of lame. Really? Oh, devastating. <laughs> Omaha's better, the capital district? Low key. Whoa. I mean, I'd rather go to Blackstone than out wow. in Seattle. Shout out like, Blackstone. It's, yeah. Like, I'd rather crazy. just, yeah. Maybe you guys are just going to the right spots. <sighs> I feel like we have access to every spot. I was going to say, you, you should But that know. was cool. It's like, I, I'd rather do like an event in Seattle than go out. Oh. Like, Jack Harlow yeah. came. Mm. And it was like that's sweet. We went there, mm. like, and then we met him afterwards. Like, we yes, were that's in, sick. We were in his like in his little like room back there, and he's like really cool. Yeah, Is and he- then you get like a bunch of like we have like a bunch of performers like Rod Wave and oh yeah, but it's yeah. I'd rather do something. Like yeah, that. that's that's fair. Yeah. Go to an event yeah. with the team and mm-hmm. stuff. And or they have a lot of like lounges too, where mm. it's like some like bougie like dive bars or stuff, yeah. where it's like. Keep it low key. Yeah, but yeah. it's like also too is like I'm not like really into like the party scene like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather just like go and like listen to like KC, right? Mm-hmm. What is the one lounge called? It's like the oh, Green Lady. Green Lady Lounge. There's like I them. like yeah. I like that. Like mm-hmm. downtown. Like mm-hmm. like, like after after you guys were there, you went there. No, oh. I've I've been there, oh. but I'm just I was yeah you know I was, yeah, yeah 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 I'm not so like, like post post big win in Seattle. Like what's the team's plan? <laughs> uh i don't i mean that's a very it, I, it varies yeah a lot Depends of the time yeah, i was gonna say we've yeah, got family a yeah, lot of the times we got like, first years yeah if my fa- if my family's in town like yeah. we'll go to i'll take them to like a nice dinner yeah and and we'll go get some good food and yeah just like hey order whatever and it's just like or if nobody's there i'll just usually go home and get on the game Oh. You've got bigger things to worry about on Call of Duty. Seriously, yeah. the whole one. does the whole team play on after the games? Like DK I mean, will yeah. hop on, and yeah. you know that's hilarious. Yeah. Priorities. There was one game though. We went to it was his birthday weekend. We went to mm. LA after the game. Mm. Casual. So that was really fun. Super casual. That was really fun. Yeah, I'm sure. But <laughs> I love it. Speaking. That was like my first like private jet experience. So it was, Ooh. yeah, it was yeah. Dope. Speaking of food, we have a we have an interesting question for you here. Um, brought up on our last podcast. Okay. Um, how important is ranch as a condiment to you? The most important okay, that great. it could possibly be. So starting starting there, who has the best ranch? It runza. Runza. I said Runza too. I said okay. Runza. Have you ever had Oscar's Pizza Ranch? Uh yes, I really actually have really good too. Gas. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pat, one of our producers, says amigos. And huh. No, Valentino's. Too. Oh, but that was his wife. Okay, his wife uh, said Valentino's. Interesting. I'm yeah. trying to think where else I've had some really good ranch at. Okay, this this restaurant in um Brookings, South Dakota. It's called Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. They have the 
some of the really? best ranch I've ever. Okay. I feel like there's nothing else in Brookings, so they got that from. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been to Brookings wow. too. We've both been to Brookings. Oh, you have. When you stay yeah. at when you stay as a visitor, yeah. visiting, it's not whatever, fun. As it's visitor. not very exciting. No, no. How did you survive four years? Honestly, I, mean, I, I was so, no, I was depressed yeah. as, as hell. Like I was. It's a hard place. It's to a live. really hard. Place. I was so depressed, and it's so cold. And mm-hmm. I just remember, like, like I went to Vermilion the other day to go visit my best friend. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends lives in Vermilion, and when you pass by like Sioux City, and like you're driving, and I'm just like, how the how did I do this yes. for like the amount of years that yeah. I did? And it's like I love all my South Dakota peeps and stuff, but it's just like wow, it's hard. Working's yeah, it's a tough place to be. It's really tough, and it's freezing. Mm-hmm. Like there was, we had a whole week off because it was like Cold. minus sixty. Like, so you have this place called Cubbies, but like where, like what would be your top three places? Because when I was there. We were there for the Summer League tournament. Like food-wise? Yeah, we were there for like, what, four days? And I, we couldn't find anything. <laughs> I think we went to Perkins like five times. There's Perkins? Ba- backyard barbecue was really good, and you mm. probably didn't go to it. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Backyard barbecue. Uh, wow. It's been so long. I mean, Nick's hamburger, but that's more of just like a... Yeah. Late night? I went to like Amiga, or no, what was oh. it? Taco John's a lot. Taco John's. I okay. went to Taco John's Some a fine lot. dining in Brookings. Yeah. Jimmy John's. <laughs> okay. We had a Zestos. Oh, Zestos is good. Yeah, yeah. we'll okay. here. I feel yeah. like no one talks about Zestos here unless it's the World Series. World Series like, yeah. are they even I, open all the time? Not, yeah, yeah, they're not open in, unless it's a Colorado See, that's Series. What I was yeah. For real? Yeah, they close. They make you know, all their money during the CWS and oh, then dang. they close. Yeah. Dang, I did not know like, that. I wish. I, did, I know that because I went there one time, not yeah. during the Colorado Series, and yeah. I was like, wait, it's closed. Like, yeah. I wish, I wish, like, the vibe. I mean, you can't replicate the World Series downtown, mm-hmm. but, like, imagine if, like, the rooftop, I know it's cold, but they can close. Uh, the blat was like open yeah, more yeah. often and stuff. Like That's, even the spring. You can go to that? Yeah. yeah. I think I, I saw Literally, you there. I come back like the every year that I come back after off season is like the College World Series. Uh-huh. So it's the best weekend to come yeah. back. This place just transforms. Yeah, I know. And it it's is. like, wow, it's so fun. Omaha should have an NFL team, right? Facts. They need an NFL team because it's need like. something. We need a pro team. Well, Nebraska so just isn't cutting it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's becoming depressed everyone's like, leaving yeah moving. they're forgetting what good football like hopefully oh, God, matt rule yeah. are you able yeah can you give us a take what are your thoughts right i quick? really i'm i really hope matt rule is the answer like mm-hmm. i really i really hope he is it'll be interesting to see um i wish him nothing but success yep. and the best and it's just I, like my job my life is so much easier now because i don't have to hear that <laughs> crap about when my little brother plays in nebraska like mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, now he's at K State, Big Twelve. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm I'm just happy now. Like I'm a Husky. Like I've always rooted for the Huskers. So mm-hmm. people think like I hate the Huskers. There's some animosity. Like, yeah, if you come there's to my not- like my dad's house, like yeah. there's literally Nebraska. I mean, you won a national. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How, yeah, how's like, it been from like your dad's perspective? Like you know, yeah. you win a natty, and then yeah. you're like watching yeah. that program like slip away. Like, well, has, is he excited for right now? You think, or do you know? Like, what is awesome? Yeah, like? I mean. Like obviously he's being a dad and he like wants Kansas State. Yeah, like, true, he's true, like true, really true. focused on them. But at yeah. the end of the day, like he's alumni mm-hmm. of Nebraska, and people think like my dad hates Nebraska, but he really like has done a great job of being a father and yeah. like saying like, okay, you go to the school that best fits you sure. or best suits you. But he always like wants Nebraska to win, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, unless they're playing his his sons. But yeah, that's just really how. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you grow up here. How can you not be a Husker fan? It's exactly. literally instilled in you yeah. the day you were bo- mm-hmm. born if you're a sports fan yeah, whatsoever. For sure. 
It's you, crazy. You have no choice. You literally have no choice. None at I, all. Yeah. Last question. Predict the Super Bowl score right now, right here. Kate Johnson. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I've got Philly 34, Kansas City 31. Oof, okay. Though. So 34 to 31. All right. little field goal action at the end. Who scores the first touchdown? Uh, I think it's going to be Mahomes to Kelsey for five yards. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well. I'm going to put that bet in right after this. So <laughs> thanks so much, Cade. Keeping it real guys. with thank us. So I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you. Good guys luck for next season. Me. We'll thank be rooting you, you on thanks. from Lumen Field. Yes. Sideline passes. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Cade. Of course. A Heard at Sports Network production.